Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew. I'm your boy Shane O'Brien in the Action Park Studios, always with my boy Scotty Updog Upshaw. My boy Obes, what up? The captain in the booth, Kevin Conley. Con Smythe. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> and our boy on the East Coast, looking freshly shaved, looking a little bit younger, Broadway Jimmy Hayes. Yeah, boys, I had to get rid of this beard because I was at a gas station and some guy was like, I think I know you. And I was like, oh, maybe. He was like, yeah, you look like Seth Rogen. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, here we go. Here we go. It's Shannon Tatum in West Hollywood, buddy. Hey, you wish you had <laughs> Seth Rogen's bank account, though, eh, Broadway? Oh, I'll take that in a second. So we have a Stanley Cup champ, boys. Obviously, last night, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning got it done, and we're going to dive into that. But the first thing I want to touch base on was an article that me and Uppy saw coming up this morning, and it was from a writer in Toronto named Damian Cox who's a kind of a cocksucker, to be honest with you. And he said, this is his quote. I'm going to try not to butcher it too much. He said, not as difficult to win a cup when there's no road games, no travel, still a difficult thing to do to win it all. Tampa gave lots of sweat and blood to make this happen. But let's not compare bubble hockey with the real thing. Now, yeah. I'll, I'm going to touch on it first. The one thing I did say was the no traveling and no road games. But, Uppy, what are your thoughts on what this guy's saying about Tampa winning the Stanley Cup? I'd just like to know if this Cox has ever strapped on his skates <laughs> just and done, any, and done anything yeah. uh, to do with playing hockey at all. Because if he did, he would realize that sticking yourself in a hotel room for four months, uh, for three and a half months with camp, is as, almost as hard as anything. Mind the travel, like you just said. Uh, these guys gave everything they had to go out, fucking, you know, give up their lives for four months, middle of the summer, play hockey with the boys, chase a Stanley Cup that wasn't guaranteed. But uh, as far as Coxie's concerned, this was a this was a hell of a run from from the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I'd be just as proud as as anything if I was them. Listen, as much as this is painful for me to say, the best team won. So the best team in hockey won the Stanley Cup this year. So I don't know how you could really say anything different. Maybe it was a little bit, you know, the, the circumstances are different in the bubble, but the best team won. And, Cause, I was going to ask you, does it feel any easier for you knowing you lost the Stanley Cup chance? Does it, does it sting less or does it matter? Well, listen, you know, we're a shorthanded uh, uh, breakaway chance away from, like, <laughs> I, I believe the Islanders would have beat the Stars, but I also believe that Tampa Bay was the best team in the league and the best team won. And, and at least the best team won. And also, too, to your before we go to Broadway, your the the, the Cox guy, Damian Cox. That quote is also very non-committal. Like he's kind of saying, and then yeah. he's backtracking on it at the same time. So go big or go home. Pick a fucking lane, bro. Yeah. Broadway, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it? Coxie, why don't you stay away from your kids for three and a half months and see how fucking stressful that is? If you have any kids, 
And you know what? The no travel made for better fucking hockey. Those games are unbelievable. No travel and actually made the game more entertaining for us. So I'm thinking, what about all those Tampa Bay wives at home right now? You're thinking they're like they're showered up, ready to rock and roll. Oh, they're gonna be oh, smelling good. Have that section accounts. 90 days. The boys <laughs> come with the mug. They're like, here we go. And like those wives got to be excited up with the yeah, boys. Yeah, they're gonna attack. They'll be with the cup. They'll be full on cougars. They'll be they'll be attacking. I saw a video of their uh, NHL had a video of all the wives like counting down. They all watch the game together. And I bet you they're just, those are some wet couches up there. Huh? <laughs> they're slipping I off saw, those couches. Uppy, I saw some videos of the Tampa Bay Wives, and they had Cardi B's WAP song in the back. So I think they're getting ready to have a nice little cup party. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the cup, Broadway, so we all know it's a tradition of getting the Stanley Cup. I got to be honest, last night I'm watching it, and I felt like a kid again. Every time you see the Stanley Cup, it's always special to me. So I just want to see they did it differently this year. My thoughts was I think it had a little bit to do with Stammer probably saying, hey, I want the boys around me. I only played one game. Um, Uppy, just, just your thoughts on, on the way they handed it out and was it cool? Was it different? What did you think? I agree. I, you know what? For, for once, I actually was listening to Gary Bettman and I was thoroughly impressed with how he gave the speech to all the players. Did you thank all did the players? Him? Did you boo him? I, I, I booed <laughs> him a lot. For some boos. I've never been on the ice when he's given out that Stanley Cup, win or lose. But I have admired him over the years. What he was able to do with best with, commissioner in I knew that sports. was coming. Cons just touched on this. <laughs> Two lockouts, cons. But he just he he actually fucking sounded right last night. Sometimes it just seems like it could be bullshit coming out of his mouth, but. They had to put something together for the fans, for the game. He got and it done. What better fucking way to end it than giving out the cup to Steven Stamkos? I mean, the guy, oh, he, he, he didn't play it. much. When he did play, it was one of the, probably the most exciting two minutes of the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. I know we were on the golf course and seen the highlight right Fuck. on our phone, Obi. But. Oh, vintage, vintage Stamkos. Hey, uh, Broadway, I know last time we talked, you and I had opposite opinions on Stamkos on whether or not, and I just said he may play, but he won't be an impact player. He'll just be out there for optics. But the truth of the matter is, for him to go out there in two minutes and score that goal made him super impactful. So I'll take the loss on that one, because you were right. But he did in two minutes what a lot of guys didn't do in, in seven games, six games. That was really impressive what he did. I actually thought he looked unbelievable in the first period. I was shocked and didn't see him come out for the rest of the game, but obviously he was battling some big-time injury there. But see him going back bar, bar Mexico was incredible. The Toradol must have ran off, yeah, ran out. Yeah, yeah. But whatever he did to get out there for the boys was, was something uplifting. I know Hedman mentioned it last night in his speech was that uh, you know, things could have went either way with this series. They, you know, they lose an overtime game, and all of a sudden, without Stammer coming back in and helping these guys get their spirits up and, and get, you know, get their mojo going in the bubble again, who knows how this series could have turned out. I believe that that moment will go down as one of the great moments in NHL history on par with Willis Reed, who came limping out in MSG for the Knicks, and he turned around, and he was so hurt, but he hit that one big shot. But I think this was bigger than that because the degree of difficulty, what this guy did, I mean, he looked like the Steven Stamkos that everybody knows. And he, there was, that was a no-doubter the second I left the stick. Cons, cons might change sports. Is it like Kurt Gibson for the Dodgers back in the day coming out I, hitting I, home I run? I would say bigger than that. Well, different than that because Kurt Gibson was kind of playing uh, or, or on par with it. Yeah. I, I would call it on par with that. Bigger Paul than Paris Willis. in a wheelchair for the Celtics, maybe? <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> Fugazi. Fugazi. <laughs> truth. I don't buy that for a second, that one. <laughs> All right, boys. We're going we're gonna to talk Con Smythe. 
Listen, I think obviously Tampa could add four guys and everyone would have been the right pick. They went with Hedman. Um, and before we get into it, who you guys thought, I, I saw this last night because I'm just a hockey nerd, but I was watched after the game and there's only been five defensemen with 10 goals or more in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Paul Coffey. Legend. Brian Leach. <laughs> Victor Hagman. Boston guy. Brad Park and Bobby Orr, which I thought was amazing. Not, but a, bad, Uppie, not a bad group of guys. Did they get it right or, or should have been point or, or the goalie or whoever you think? I think they touched on uh, the best player in the league, you know, for the remaining three months. Victor Hedman was, he was a horse. He was back and forth all over the ice. He skated better than most guys even getting hurt in the buy-in round. I, I mean, I think he, he tweaked something where John Cooper ended up saying, we're not even sure if he's going to be back, acted all emotional, whether that was just a whether that was just a play. Well, he's a weird dude. He's a, yeah, he's a weird one. <laughs> Creep. Even his laugh last night. But uh, you know what? Tampa Bay's best players played like their best players, and they were their best. Uh, that needs to happen to win championships. Um, I mentioned this before, Obi, but the architect of this team was built by Stevie Weiserman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his fingerprints. He built it through it. the draft. All top six forwards were come through the draft. Their best D-man, Victor Hedman, through the draft, as was their number one goalie. So... Uh, could be a lot of Conn Smythe winners on the team, like you said, but fucking Victor Heaven was a, a beast, man. I thought it was a no-brainer, too. I mean, Vasilevsky played, and he stood on his head, and, you know, I, I guess you could make an argument for him, but uh, the best player in the league won the Conn Smythe last night. Broadway, what do you think, fella? Yeah, I think, like you guys have touched on, I think it could have gone anyway and to any of those guys, but, I mean, Hedman, he, I mean, put that back end, scoring 10 goals, I mean, that was just truly impressive. He was their backbone the entire bubble. But, I mean, this Braden point, I mean, he went three fucking games without a point. Just three games That's in the crazy. whole entire playoffs, which is fucking nuts. Not to mention wow. they played a game of fucking eight periods of hockey, right? How much time did these guys log? What Hedman did was so oh, yeah. far above and beyond what is expected of a defenseman from an offensive standpoint. I mean, he's like Patrick Kane out there. Every time he had the puck, your hands are just on your head. You just know what's going in. It was What, what he did to the Islanders was fucking murder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's safe to say if you could, we're sitting here talking about four guys could have won the Conn Smythe. Like, that's how fucking deep this Tampa team was up. So. You oh. need to have that to win the cup. Yeah, I, I mean, guess, last yeah. year, too, St. Louis, our boy Fact Daddy wins it. But, I mean, it, it could have been Fact a number Daddy. of guys. Bennington, Petrangelo, yeah. Tarasenko, fucking Schwartzy had a O'Reilly is Fact Daddy, right? Yeah, I mean, guys, you guys Daddy. aren't talking to each other. There's other people listening. Oh, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly Fact Daddy. His name's Fact right there Daddy. beside Hedman. And fuck, there was a picture last year when he won that Conn Smythe on the plane sitting beside the big rig, Patty Maroon. Him and Flowers. Oh, Flowers, yeah. Maroon. And <laughs> <laughs> Playing back-to-back -back in the locker room last night. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah. Yo, I heard Flowers is a big Lightning fan. Is that true? He's jumping on board, I think, yeah. <laughs> He's already in Tampa, I heard. <laughs> so finally, it was all over for these guys, and I was the first thing I was thinking, I want you guys, on the, on the Tampa side, who was the drunkest guy in the bubble last night? Like, who do you think was... For me, I, I think it would have been Patty Maroon, but just, 100%, like, it was the drunkest guy for them. You think it was him? Oh, he was dumping the cup on his head. Looked <laughs> like Niagara Falls over there. He's a big boy, though. It takes a lot to fucking get yeah. the big boy going. I'd say those Russians <laughs> are the... Yeah. Don't look further than a couple Ruskies, the Kucherovs, the Vasilevsky. I the, did see the three Russians hugging after the game, and I I, I did think up... Yeah, God only knows what they were saying. Yeah, to those guys oh, are They were fucking, probably saying, let's put some gray goose in this cup. Let's get you the... You think that Sergachev hey. can put back a couple fucking... To shots of you know, Obi, I, I was on. thinking about you last night during the handshake. Uh, who, who's the guy that you call the mad Russian? The Dallas goal. Hugh Dolben. Yeah, Hugh Dolben. Did you Dolben. see him in the handshake? 
He I looked did. drunk by the time the handshake Yeah, happened. yeah, no, he has <laughs> This guy's on a fucking stretcher right now. He's hooked up to an IV bag as we speak, this guy. <laughs> the, the Dobes loves to get it going. And I, he a, looked like he was like, oh, hey, let me just shake three more hands before I get it going in a way that these guys don't know what fucking is going to even know what hit them. <laughs> yeah, he's a beauty. And what about on Dallas' side? We, our, our boy Lupo, uh, he brought up a guy named Corey Perry. I'm going to say Corey Perry. Oh. I mean, listen, we saw Jamie Ben's press conference Man, I felt so sad for those guys to be in the bowl for 90 days ups. But who do you think tied one on last night in there? And by the way, real quick, Uppy, I guess Sagan had a bad hip, groin, and yeah, we can get, well, we should, we so should dive in. I think well, Dallas, all over them all. I've Dallas all over. deserves a little respect from us to dive yeah. in and touch on how fucking hard they battled, yeah. how many times they came back in games, how much resiliency they've shown, you know, playing for their interim coach, Bones, you know, Rick Bones. Hey, Uppy, do you think the Islanders would have beat the Stars? No. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think the Dallas is a, a more of a man's club. They just ran out of gas. Excuse they me. Had guys. Uh, no. I don't know. Hey, Cons, I think you got to start sticking up against this Ryan Whitney guy a little bit too. He's, he's saying some I, I, stuff about I, I the Islanders fans. I can't. Man. I can't fight his platform. I can take care of him. Cons. Cons. He lives right around the corner from me. <laughs> right? He's got a little more reach though, Cons. But I don't know. The Whit dog is hating on the Islanders fans more than anyone I've ever met. Is that um, a Boston thing, Jimmy? Do the people in Boston hate Islanders? No, or? it's not. That's everywhere. People in Boston it's just everywhere. hate fucking New York. Just if you're from they New hate York, everything. You might as well people in Boston. It. Don't get on the Amtrak, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so no, like if you look Talk at Dallas, Dallas yeah. they get, they had their they had some key guys hurt. You know, no no depth coming down the stretch to get some bottom six fucking vibe from like Cogliano, for example. Like, listen, the guy's got over a thousand fucking games. I respect it, but. He struggled out there big time. He didn't do uh, much. He, he, the first period last night, a turnover, a penalty early in the game. Almost, it was just, you know, for a guy making $3.5 you got to expect uh, him to be better. Uh, better patience, just make plays. It's the Stanley Cup Finals. you got to be able to, to make plays for your team. But um, a tough way for them to go out. I know it meant a lot for, for a team that was right there and in their prime to win now. It was tough to watch. Hey, Obi, you were all over Seguin. Is that the guy that was talking shit about you and Loops? Seguin. Seguin, no, the guy. Sagan. Was, that was Taylor Hall. Okay. I was talking shit about right, me and Loops. Right. Yeah, that guy. Right. Well, fucked. he's on the fucking milk cart. Well, he's, a UFA. He's, he's a UFA, and uh, fuck, his phone isn't going to be ringing like he thinks it is. But uh, Broadway, just yeah, on Dallas, give us some, some thoughts on them. Like, are they are they too old? Was this their year? Can they bounce back next year? What were your thoughts on Dallas? You got a feel for these uh, guys. I like Dallas's team. They got some really good young guys, and that. Uh, Kiriranta, the Hiskinen, Klimber's a young guy. Sagan's still young. And like you said, obviously Sagan had to have been banged up. You don't get a guy that scores 30, 40 goals a year and then just goes missing a little bit here. So he was playing through something. We'll probably find out in the next couple of days. But I think Dallas has got a bright future. You do? You're not worried about, you know, Paris is 36, Pavelski's 35, Ben's You can go find 30, more vets. So you can go find more vets, eh? Maybe, yeah, maybe. but there, it's, where, it's, where where can you go find it's Jamie Ben's squad boys? And I think Jamie after was he his tired up. Last he did, I mean, listen, I love Jamie Ben. The way he played all the way up to the Western Conference, I thought, man, these guys they have a chance. Was he just again? I just don't think he had the help down the stretch in the finals. I mean, he didn't exactly. have they didn't have guys to go. You know, they had guys eating minutes for the wrong way, but they didn't have guys that were playing in the offensive zone, getting faceoffs down there where Jamie and Seggs and Radulov could come out and win a draw, get some offensive scoring chances. They unfortunately just ran out of fucking gas. Yeah. There was a long fucking three and a half copy. months for those guys, you know? And uh, you hope that a team like Dallas, who, you know, has almost got to the conference final last year playing against the Blues, this year they're right there. 
two wins away from the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, you, they're young players. Jimmy, those five guys you just mentioned, those are five guys you can build a team around for the next five, yep. ten years. But it's whether oh, yeah. or not they can get back there. It's a fucking tough cup to get to, boys. Fuck. That's why the cup's so hard, and that's, I think, the, the biggest difference was you look at Tampa Bay's studs, they put points up every night, and Dallas's studs were... You know, they just kind of looked like they ran out of gas. Last night, they looked exhausted, and they then you get like that power play goal. They? Yeah, they just, like, that power play goal right off the get-go from point. Now the bench is buzzing, like, all right, our best player just scored another goal, so here we go. You know, when I, when I look at the stars, you know, you're not a hockey fan if you, if you can't root for Jamie Benn. I mean, I don't know the guy. But you know, we get to that to point. I love him. He just, oh, just, he just has him. great facial hair. He fucking he wears. He's he does, tough. He's tough. Wears he, a little slither white tape on his twig. Oh, yeah, that's, that's old. School. That's impressive. <laughs> that's that's like the way Loop Dog used to do it too. I would like to have seen. I would like to have seen. You know, you, like I said, you get to that point when it's those two teams where you you're you're happy to see uh, guys on both sides hoist the cup. It was nice to see Stamkos. He earned it. All those guys. But also too, it would have been great to see Jamie Bam. Kevin Chang. Kurt Bogosian, those guys, that's awesome. Boys, this fucking McDonough was an absolute warrior. I know. Wasn't he eating not? pucks. You see him eating pucks Fuck late in the game? Pucks, but he, oh, he had some My... vicious, vicious hits, Jimmy. I'm talking oh. ones like he hit Heskin in game one or two. That was, I mean, statement. And if you just look at the highlights for the, this guy was the captain of the Rangers for, what, three, four yeah. years? No, fucking it's... big player. You think the Rangers want McDonough and Chan Kirk back? The yeah, your boy Shaddy will touch on him. And just, just one doing. thing that I read an article from Sagan, our quote this morning coming up on the Sprinter van that Craig Manchester gave us. Thanks, Chasman. It's sick. Broadway and up. Sagan said it was the hardest thing he's ever had to do as a professional athlete to live in the bubble. He said it was great for a team building aspect and being around the boys, but as an athlete, the hardest thing. And up, I know before this started, me and you had some arguments about this. So we'll just. Just explain it, like, do you, the, how true that probably is. I look at Segs, and I, I'm not going to compare he and I together, but if I, was, if I was 26, 27 years old, boys, and I was chasing the cup, the whole experience about chasing the cup is, is just that, the experience. Winning games, fucking enjoying it with your boys, not having to go back and sleep in a fucking hotel room the whole time. Chasing broads. Chasing broads. Come on. Being fucking, you know what? Winning series win. Beating in five, couple overtime wins, fucking getting to go out for dinner, unleash the red, have a nice steak. I've said it before, and I don't want to say that that's the only fucking way to enjoy a playoff run but no it's, but it's three months long it needs to be the whole the experience a guy like sags like you know i think he's got a serious girl now and whatnot but it's just what i said yeah. it's not having to go back and fucking groundhog day and it's fucking enjoying the time on the bird with your boys jimmy what do you got yeah and back to that coxie saying how this bubble cup wasn't hard to win every guy that i've talked to who's made a decent run in this uh bubble said once the bubble ended they were home within one day so I just remember when you were playing your <laughs> wishing team. They, wishing they're at the JW Marriott still, eh? Oh, the JW Marriott probably got a proper send-off last night. That's for <laughs> damn sure. But that's what I just can't believe. Like, he's like, guys, like, this guy can say that, and I'm shocked that this guy had that quote said that. They ran out of frozen peas in the back part yeah, of that like, JW. Of <laughs> Get this bubble out of here. These girls, those girls in Edmonton are going to put the feet up for a couple months and be like, fuck, who, worked, who worked harder than JW Marriott girls or the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning? No one knows. And just to, just to wrap this up, the Stanley Cup party, Stanley Cup party in Tampa, it's going to be on the water because, as you know, the rink in Tampa is sick downtown right there on the water. Oh, yeah. The boys are going to be on the boat. 
Hopefully nobody falls off or something. That's what I, that's what I would have done. But talk about listen, I, I, I played in Tampa, boys. It's an unbelievable place. Just talk about these guys up. You're going being able after 90 days in the bubble, going back to Tampa. Are they all going to get COVID, or is, like, is this party going to be just like it's going to be 50% all percent COVID? Let's 50% just, COVID. Let, let's just be happy that it's a Tampa Bay Lightning winning and not the LA Kings because LA is pretty shut down right now. Seems like Tampa Bay's got their stuff back on, and that's a good place to bring that cup to, rip it around on boats or yachts. I'm sure it'll be a yacht, yeah. not a fucking boat. I don't want to hear the word boat ever again ever. come out of your mouth when you're referring to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> vessel, vessel. So, and then I'm sure it won't it won't be on that water too long before it gets into, what were a couple of those strip clubs there? In Mons Venus is a great Mons strip Venus. club. Oh, yeah, All right, I'm by sure. the airport there. Oh, oh, that's a nice man, little strip to, to drive by. That was my Sunday go-to spot, win or lose, right to Mons <laughs> Venus. So they all it, pretend like they like you up Vaughn's Venus Broadway. I'm sure Mr. Vinick will have a nice big boat for these guys. Who picks up the boat? Who does it? Who's the big ticket guy? Stamkos? I mean, yes. So he's got a lower Vinnick, body energy. It doesn't mean he can't drink. Yeah, for this, the owner, when you win the cup, he'll take care of everything. Now, did the, did the guys with the gloves, couple buddies, my friends, they brought the cup to go. We love them. Did they go on the boat? They go, fuck yeah. They go everywhere with it, man. They like, go, they go to every goes. single cup party. I don't know if I'd let them in my bedroom, though, if I had that cup in my bedroom. I think bedroom. they got a sign of non-disclosure there, Uppy. So, Cons, this is one thing I didn't know. First of all, I've talked to Uppy about this. Last year when the Blues won it, at 12 o'clock midnight, they're in Vegas at the club. They take that fucking cup from you. Do you know why, guys? Why is that? No, we were curious. So that's a newer rule, and apparently that first year that Chicago won it with Patrick Kane and those guys... <laughs> it was like, and this is what this is what the guys with the cup told me. All right, this is from the from the horse's mouth. That that was like, all right, we got to rein this in a little bit. <laughs> so God only knows what Kane and Taves did with yeah. that cup, but and that's a hundred percent true, cons because uh, I was a black ace when they won in two thousand thirteen. I'm pretty sure we were at a bar, and it might have been eight a.m. The cup was still <laughs> fucking there. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> I would just have a hard time. Listen, at midnight in Vegas, if this guy says I'm taking the cup, I'd say, fuck you, you're taking the cup. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take the cup with the rest of these girls are at this table is where this cup's going. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was right on stage with uh, that that band in Toronto, the DJs. The two. No, no, no. no. So it was a couple DJ buddies. Okay, my bad. uh, Anyway. Patrick Kane single-handedly changed the curfew. Tell the story about Bully. Yeah, I th- and, and then our boy Bowley, who will be a friend of the pod and come on at it fucking any time here because he's an oh, absolute yeah. beauty. Fuck I found a video last night in my phone, too, that we'll touch on. The one where he's doing the fucking the <laughs> oh, chopping Benny the chicken Hunter. fried rice at our <laughs> oh rookie party. Oh, my God. Um, so, no, but Bowley had it at his house for an after party up on the rooftop and was fucking just shit-faced, and it fell down the side of his house and got stuck between... The thing got stuck sideways between the fucking neighbor's house the and his house. fire escape, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Right so, in the fire in Chicago, escape. right? Yeah. I still say, but anyways, cons, those guys in the gloves, they followed everywhere. I would say that's a rule that needs to be like let the it's don't even mix you don't even miss curfew at fucking midnight. Like, these like guys, they say twelve is my guess. And again, what the fuck do I know? But I'm guessing they say twelve, but if it's all right, they'll that give cup's you the one. Curfew, they stretch boys. curfew to one. Cons. But eight AM, forget it. Cons, I'm telling you, bro. Knife just getting going in Vegas at twelve o'clock. They're not just yanking the cup at I, twelve o'clock I'm, in zero <laughs> seconds. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm telling you, they yank the fucking cup, cons. I'm telling you it's from, from who? I, Flowers? He shouldn't <laughs> have been there in the first place. <laughs> All right, I could talk cup stuff. So congratulations to Tampa Bay Lightning. Congrats, Shaddy. Shaddy Kirk. Fucking A. Up those boys. Yeah. Good job, boys. Congrats to all the players. Congrats to the NHL. But to all the players, good job in there like, to, to live in that bubble. 
amazing time. And we're going to move into our last segment of the day here, the one that everyone looks forward to. It's the rumor mill with Broadway, oh, oh, oh. Jimmy Scoops Hayes. Jimmy Scoops Hayes. Scoops. What you got? Broadway, hey. what do you got for us on some buyouts, trades? Uppy's got some contracts pulled up here at Broadway that we're going to go through as well. But give us what you got, Jimmy Scoops, on the buyouts. Hey, Jimmy Scoops with a side of vanilla here. I got Jack Eichel. You don't have to go too far, buddy. Get in your car and drive right to New York City for the number one pick in Truba. And with our boy Loops coming on, he'll be able to give you one of these Due West hats. You can stop by my house first and take this one with you Fuck and enjoy nice Sundays loop. at Due West. And he's even got a sick pad for you to stay you in. Get Lupo's pad for oh. 15 Gs a month. I mean, bro- Broadway, Broadway. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm telling you, my scoops, my hey, Jimmy Scoops, I know I know the Rangers are shopping the first pick. I thought it was for Brady Kachuk. But I'm telling you, so last Jack week's Eichel rumor is last, out in Buffalo. Last week's scoop is fucking dead in the water. <laughs> it is not dead. The pick is still getting moved. It's just for a different so, player. And it's just not a just a, it's not just a rumor that he wants to get traded, right? I think he fucking demanded it. Did he not, Jimmy? Uh, the rumors in Boston is that uh, he demanded out. Of I Buffalo. know. I know our like, guy. I'm c- not playing for the Buffalo Sabers. Period. Uh, no, I'm not sure how many guys want to play. But I don't know if I've ever seen a sunny day in Buffalo. Yeah, I'll I, tell you what, though. Buffalo Chippewa Street is fucking actually Oh, that's actually a great, street, like, that probably, is a great street. That is a great If you want to talk about going into Buffalo, <laughs> go to Chippewa. Well, I want to get fucking laid. Chippewa Street's where you go. That is a great street. That's I on the road, agree, not when you're playing Everybody's Buffalo. quick to talk <laughs> shit about the island, but you could be in Buffalo. Remember that, boys. <laughs> I think there's more girls in Buff than Long Island, though, Cons. No, like, out of on Long Island, Island, man? the Hamptons kill? Long Island's on the Hamptons, I'm me. not talking the fucking ham again. <laughs> Surf Lodge. I have jumped in the car in the parking lot of the Coliseum and been in the Manhattan in 20 I, minutes. I didn't say Manhattan. I said Long Island, Kevin. At, well, it's a 20 minute ride, bro. <laughs> After a game, I, I mean, we, well, I would have missed some fucking, I would have missed even more curve if you're playing for Long Island because I would have been hopping <laughs> in that car every fucking night. <laughs> and then we got Tory Krug. Your rights are going to get traded back to your hometown of Detroit, but do not panic. You hold all the cards, my man. And you know what? You can go right down to Florida, no income tax, and no buy a tax. house so big, you're going to need a walkie-talkie just to get a fucking <laughs> beverage. <laughs> yeah, I'm you get the, you get Corey, the good don't nanny panic. down don't there. Panic. You get a yacht parked in your backyard. Listen to Stevie Y. See what he has to say. But you hold all the and cards, And they just baby. traded for, uh, what's his name, Mark Stahl, the D-man. That's his yep. name, right? Yeah, so they traded for him. Maybe yeah. Detroit... He's I mean, a good little player, man. Yeah, I think that kid's yeah, fucking. Oh, plays, man, he went from undrafted and young. To, he's he plays, a champion too, yeah, isn't yeah. he? And he plays bigger than his size, which I like about him a lot. He fought Chris Stewart one year. Well, I was fucking looking at him like you're nuts, but he hung right in there. Up dog, can you can you list off some of the contracts here? Broadway cons. We're gonna go through these and some of the guys. That Boys, are like, we highlighted some names. Guys here. that are guys holy making fuck. a little bit. Maybe a little bit too much, a little, a lot more than we did. And up before you, you start, we're happy for these guys as ex-players, right, Broadway, yeah. that they're making there's these never much. A bad, there's I mean, never a bad contract. Guys. Look at what the bio did for our boy Worm, Corey Perry. Yeah. Fucking oh. see you later, boys. Shoved it up. Bob Murray, thanks Anaheim's for coming. Ass. I'm going to Dallas. I'm chasing the cup. But, no, let's touch on one here, the, hand, the most handsome guy in the NHL for years and years, Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, one year left in New York at 875, the king of New York. It's going to be tough to see this guy leave and wear a different jersey, but uh, rumor is is he's going to be bought out here this week, and uh, he'll have some options. I think yeah. this guy's going to be... I'm here in Toronto, Uppy. 
You hear Toronto? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Toronto, they got Freddie Jimmy Anderson, Scoops. Jimmy Scoops. Holy fuck. You don't, hey, dude, it's a two-goalie league now. That's it true. Collins had a staff first. Can't play more than 60 fucking games. games. I'd yeah, like yeah, to see him go to Denver. I'd like to see him go to Denver. Denver's what, Denver, what Denver did this year with their goalies, the, them getting hurt in the playoffs cost them a, a, you know, a trip to the cup. But, uh, you know, look down the road at Andrew Ladd, Cons. This guy's making too much money to still be in, uh, eating <laughs> up that salary cap in New York. Right. Okay. Well, a couple things. And this part one is, is painful for me to say, but I believe that Henrik Lundqvist is the best player in the league right now that deserves a Stanley Cup. I can't believe I just said that. I would love it if it wasn't for the Rangers. No, I know, but out of respect. I'd like, I mean, there's no doubting that this guy is, is a <laughs> savage and he deserves he deserves one last run of the Cup, just not with the Rangers. Um, <laughs> Andrew, 100%. What do you think about Ladd? He's got Andrew no knees Ladd, left. I think Andrew Ladd, and, and you guys can understand this, I, I, and I don't know him that well. I know I, I've been around him a little bit. He's fucking hurt, man. He's hurt. You know, he's got the contract and, and good for him, and he's fucking hurt. So what, what can you do? Yeah, I, I agree. Listen, these guys, they Didn't get Didn't he beat it. you up, Obi? Andrew Ladd, Fuck, we had a, we had a spirited on. belt checking on hockey fights. Spirited. <laughs> I saw it. I come saw out of the fucking, out of the first. I told him at the end of the first, we're going. Did square you, it off. Oh, he seems like a guy <laughs> Good you tilt. Kill. Do you think, do you think you got the better of him? Because we'll, we'll run it in the, we'll run it in the social it, clip. Run it. And I will run say it. this. At the start, there's a couple <laughs> a punches confidence. that look like he got me. And he didn't, but he thought he did. And then near the end, I came back outside <laughs> over the right. And it was, how are you? Does he get bought out or does he get put on Lou Island? Because Lou's fucking good at putting yeah, on this. Yeah, he is. Know. Does he think he cares if he plays anymore, lad? He probably wants to. My guess is he's on Lou's Island. I think so, too. That's a fucking All shitty All right, Broadway, island. we got one here. Kyle Turris. What's that say up? Three years. He's got three years left at six mil. Do you think that guy uh, gets bought out, Broadway? I don't because at three years left, and he's on Nashville's cap for another six years, so I can't see somebody... Taking up six more years, and if he had one year left, I would be. He like, just needs uh, to turn it later, around. Buddy. Fuck, he, the Nashville's still got a good squad. I mean, he's yeah. he's got your boy there, the left the left winger. Your Duchesne, uh, <laughs> Ducci yeah. boy. Yeah, I got in trouble for taking Matthew Shane out in fucking Denver. There was no chance I'd ever take him out anywhere. <laughs> uh, PK Subban, PK Subban, he's got boy. two years left at nine bananas. This guy's wow. made sixty nine bananas wow. in his career. And I just has deteriorated. You, you hate to see. That's a nice way of saying they, it, ups. Like his game has has fallen every has. year. I mean, in his defense, Cons, his media gonna, style has gone up. His media, he's gonna find. He's gonna make. Oh, uh, he's, he's got a make, great brand. Yeah. He's got one of the best brands. He's getting NHL. going. Cons, you're gonna. You, you say we always say it. I'm gonna say it again. He's never had the quickest boots. And now when I watch him play out there, it's like he's a turnstile. He's giving out fucking, here you go. But let me, let me ask coming. you a question. Aside from his bad boots, why, when a guy's that good, and, let, you know, there was a second there where you, you could argue that he was, you know, the best defenseman in the league or right up at the top. He won a Norris, yeah. Right, he won the Norris. He did win the Norris. Did he win the Norris? He won a Norris, yeah. And this is like, a, you know, a layman's question, but when a guy that good gets bounced around a lot to somebody that doesn't know, is he a not a good teammate? Is he bad for the locker room? Like, whoa, somebody say something. Jimmy, you play with him? I know um, the fucking guy. I'm going to say I, yeah, I didn't play with him, but I, 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 a bunch of guys that I played with in New Jersey enjoy him, and I've, I've met him a bunch. I think he's a great guy. He's always been nice to me. 
other than the one time great when guy. he tried to well, you think he's a great one, guy yeah, that's the guys are saying great the guys, guy? are, the guys in new jersey are enjoying him but the one time he big time me in miami i always let him know about it at all-star break asking who i was i was like you know who the fuck i am i mentioned <laughs> 10 fucking times but i'll let that slide you're also <laughs> six five you fucking tell him you'll dunk on him you'll call for the ball in the <laughs> low post and you'll hook dunk and he's like just back right into the Broadway. boys he's got a big personality right and in dressing rooms with coaches you're on shitty teams these big personalities aren't exactly what they're looking for it is might, that what it is, Uppy? It, it's a big thing, Cons. It's it's especially with an old school coach. Especially when you don't win, this game is fucking. Dog days are long. Winters are long. Uh, it's not always perfect. That's a great point by Uppy, and I would say with PK Subban, if you're on a good team with him, you're like, oh yeah, I can handle this guy. If you're on a bad team coming in every single day, and it's the PK Subban show, and he's fucking dash ten, he's not putting up numbers, but still being the same guy. As a player, you might be like, man, enough of this guy. But if you're winning with him, he's a nice enough guy. And there's one more guy, James Neal Uppy, three years, 5.75. Is that a guy that might be getting the phone call? Edmonton's got to do something. They got the two best players in the world, and they can't seem to get their shit together. Personally, I think they need defensemen, so he might be replaceable. Uh, if you'd use this money to go get a guy. I mean, he's still got game. Yeah, for but sure. But at $6 million bucks, Yeah. Does he does, does he be part of a uh, you know an Edmonton team that needs to turn it around right now? I don't know. Well, I, I have a question back to PK Subban. <laughs> I mean, if if you you know he's a big personality, but when he comes onto a team where his personality and and pretty much everything is dwarfed by McDavid and Drysaddle, does he fall in line? It's like going to play with LeBron, where you might be whatever. Oh, he's uncoachable. He's out of control in one place, but then you go play for LeBron, and all of a sudden. You're Dwight Howard. Could could he be Dwight Howard? Could he be the Dwight Howard Actually, of the Lakers? All you're doing is rebounding and boxing out. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, it, but, it, but it's true. It's like does, does PK Subban come in as a as a as a role player for a contender? I I think if, if if he's smart enough and he can just buy into the role, like you said, if you're winning hockey games, do whatever the fuck you want and brand yourself. But when you're on a team that's struggling, sometimes you got to tone it down. But at the same time, money never sleeps. So if you're gonna make money branding yourself, fucking make some money. So to finish out the buyout period, cons, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this story. I don't know if you heard it, Broadway. I was going into my last year with Calgary, and the writing was on the wall. But I had never got, the phone, I had never got the phone call. Was that call. the last rookie party that uh, we talked uh, about? I hadn't got the phone call yet. So me and Uppy are going down to Cobble with our boy Billy Quinn to play golf. So we're heading on the bird. I'm like, fuck ups. My phone still hasn't rang. Like, I got to be getting bought out here. We go to Cabo, blow it out, have an unbelievable time. I'm thinking going to the airport in Cabo, that fuck, I might have dodged the bullet here. You know, maybe I'm going to get my full money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say oh, I, I land in John Wayne, and you know how you feel after a four day bender in Cabo. <laughs> you're, you're already a little on edge. And then I land in my phone, it's just like Steve Cotlowitz, Steve Cotlowitz, Steve Cotlowitz, Steve Cotlowitz is my agent. I'm like, Uppy, I didn't dodge the fucking bullet, buddy. <laughs> and sure enough, I got bought out after a four day bender in Cabo. Oh, because I had a similar story in Boston. I was sitting there, and I was at the end of the year after I had uh, five points when we were talking uh, big contracts, like best ones, worst ones. I think I was the highest paid player per point that year. Nice. But they told me they weren't buying me out. And then July 1st comes, and it's 11 o'clock, and there's your phone call. You're getting bought out. At least they did me a favor and did it in the first buyout period so I could try to get a new contract. <laughs> Boys, buyouts or not, I just love the way some guys handle it. You two fucking beauties stood up and handled it well. And a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk fucking stepped up after his hometown team gassed sure him, did. New York, and comes on, wins a fucking Stanley Cup this year. So 
Yeah, to guys like yeah, I'd never been bought out, but I know it's a fucking kind of a slap in the face. But you guys fucking both handled it well and uh, fucking shouted. I'll tell you the humbling moment. I'll tell you about it. the buyout. Whatever you want to fucking buy me out, fine. But give me all my money, not two thirds. <laughs> <That's fucking true. laughs> I signed the deal. Anyways, we got a wrap here. Congrats to uh, Tampa Lightning, Updog. You're always a pleasure. Final thoughts? Anything? I just love it. Those you wish boys you had that Stanley Cup right get, now, don't you? I mean, oh. I saw it last year. It was a fucking beautiful thing. Uh, hey. Maybe one day us boys missing curfew. Maybe we're running hey. a team and hoisting that bitch ourselves. Hey, bro- Who knows? No, I Broadway, love that. If, if you won the cup with Uppy two days ago, by him, be like, has anyone seen that fucking Stanley Cup? I'm in my bedroom. <laughs> Upshaw, I'm, I'm going right days. to his apartment. Cons, anything? Final thoughts? The Stanley Cup's beautiful. It's Isn't beautiful. It? It is. Gorgeous. The, the, be- the best team won. Uh, hats off to everybody that competed out there. Hockey's the uh, made up of the toughest and uh, guys with the, with the best character. So, you know, good for everybody that uh, hung in there in the bubble. Broadway, Jimmy Hayes, what do you got for us? Yeah, I just want to say congrats to Tampa and all those buddies we have down there winning the cup. And congrats to the NHL for actually pulling this bubble off and keeping us entertained here for the last three months. Yeah, I, Broadway, to, to back that up, I mean, I know, I know about the double lockouts, but the NHL... Gary Bettman, these guys did a great job. They made it happen. They made it count. And as a fan, I didn't miss any of the intensity. And I feel like the NHL Cup run was the best of the of the playoff sports. So, like, the t- I know it's a rare one, but a tip of the cap to the NHL. The bubble is officially bursted, boys. The bubble has bursted. <laughs> Go get has your fucking burst. thumping on. I might run yourselves, to fellas. J.W. Marriott there for some sloppy hundreds. <laughs> I'm just joking. Thanks for everything, boys. And thanks again to our boy on the East Coast, Broadway Jimmy Scoops, Hazy. Jimmy Scoops. We love you, buddy. Big couple weeks coming up for us here. We hopefully some of these rumors come true. Jimmy, I hope at least one of your fucking rumors comes true. Oh, I got one that's going to hit. Aaron Eckblad, you're getting shipped to Vancouver. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boys, yeah, thank you, Jimmy. Hazy, we love you. We'll talk next week, brother. Woo! Sounds good, boys. That's another episode here of Missing Curfew. Always thanks to Action Park Media for having us. Uppy, cons. Bubbles burst. Good times, fellas. See you next week. Thanks, boys.